Hi, my name is Silvia and welcome to the podcast Thriving Life. It's episode 4, Bittersweet Messenger, how to benefit from negative emotions. In the last episode, we said that to build our dream house, which is a symbol of our prosperous and abundant life, we want to make sure that the foundation is solid. We said that we need to identify limiting beliefs as they are destructive to whatever we're trying to build on them. We also said that our inner system is so smart that it that it lets us know when we activated limiting beliefs by letting destructive thoughts in. And these thoughts influence our emotional state. They bring so-called negative emotions, which I prefer to call unpleasant, such as anger, sorrow, frustration, confusion, anxiety, and many more. In this episode, we will give our attention to emotions. We will focus on the unpleasant ones as these are the ones that we often take for granted, don't notice, don't listen to, simply because it's inconvenient. And ironically, they are the ones that carry most meaning for us. So in this episode, we will explain what emotions really are whether they're good or bad, and why they visit us. What relationship with emotions is most popular, and which one is most beneficial to us? What are the must-do for a relationship with emotions, so you can take advantage? We'll also say when positive thinking is helpful and when it may be harming. Last but not least, I will also give you one exercise that can help you start building positive relationship with so-called negative emotions. Let's start then. What are emotions and how they affect our lives when they show up? Emotions come when they are triggered by certain thoughts. And the thoughts show up as a response to something that happened. Emotions make us feel in a certain way and provoke different behaviors. Not only that, they also influence deeply our body and how other people feel us. Yes, I said how they feel us intentionally. That's what happens. We resonate with the feeling we decide to tune ourselves into. Are so-called negative emotions good or bad? There is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Hamlet, Shakespeare. What 
was creating your emotions is not the environment, but it's you and how you perceive this environment. Emotions are really neutral in nature. They're just information. However, it is up to us what meaning we're going to assign to them. If you know how to manage your emotions, if you stay conscious and recognize them, they are a great navigator in making decisions, setting goals, etc. It's like GPS that tells you when you're off track. We already said they they inform about limiting beliefs. There is another occasion when the, the unpleasant feelings show up. It is when our values are not being respected. This is when you do something against yourself or you let somebody else do something against you. The problem is that if we, if we don't recognize and acknowledge them, as we tend to do, they will still affect and drive our lives, but from the back seat. So answering the question again, if emotions are good or bad, it depends what you do with them. You choose. You can choose for them to serve you, to be your friends, or you can treat them as your enemies. If we treat our inconvenient emotions as enemies, like majority of the society, we enter a freeze, fly or fight mode. So what happens if we freeze in this given emotion? Worrying, confusion, anger, rejection, sorrow. We let ourselves being taken over by them. It means that there is no way out. Now let's see what it leads to. We're giving them all our attention. In the state like this, it seems that it will always, it won't change. It will always be like that. that there is no way out. We become addicted to something that is not serving us. We go around the same emotion, but instead of reading the message it carries, we just swim in it. So there is many examples that we could use here, but let's take the, the vivid one. Your boyfriend, your partner cheated on you. You may swim in the ocean of rejection, depression and sorrow for years, saying how he could destroy something that beautiful that you created together, blaming yourself, blaming him, not forgiving. Your mind will give you many ideas why he cheated, he or she cheated, including that she must be boring, not attractive, worse than the other woman, or that you're not good enough. What happens now? You won't be able to experience anything else because you're in this loop that only goes deeper and deeper. Your self-esteem is low. You take the role of a victim. This is when you are simply not able to see other options around. 
another approach where you do not treat your um, unpleasant emotions as friends is when you ignore ignore them or escape from them when you fly so let's look at ignoring the emotions this is when you say when you feel terrible and you say i'm fine this is a typical denial um what i can say that it's a very popular or you can come across this on when you start your spiritual personal development when you enter this path we sometimes have the impression that we should only feel happy because if we feel sad or if we feel rejected it means we're not yet there sorry we're not there yet we're not enlightened or conscious another Uh, way that we can fly from our emotions that are having some message for us is escaping we run for cover when emotions show up we suck it up and move on but only superficially because this make uh, makes us turn to compulsive eating shopping drinking smoking we run to social media tv or parties just to quiet the voice of the emotions that were escaping from so unpleasant emotions unless they are digested they will not disappear they may get quiet because we put them into a dark closet that we lock but what happens if we run out of the space for storing them in that closet they jump out with double force and what's more usually they jump out in pairs or groups and this is where when it really gets challenging to cope with all of that that came out it is when it's as if you had many kids and they all jump out and cry for your help for your attention and you need to take care of them suppressed emotions will manifest sooner or later as anxiety sorrow or anger or the feeling that something is wrong actually what's worth mentioning here is that depression is a huge suppressed anger towards yourself so let's see how that affects us in our uh, in our example if we find out that we are cheated on and we do not acknowledge this if we do not let ourselves to experience suffering rejection a bit of pain if we ignore this what what came as a result emotionally it will not solve the problem we will take these emotions and surely it will not help us build uh, trust with anybody else because as soon as we we may even start go dating people but as soon as there some things will start getting more serious this is when our suppressed emotions will probably show up and we're gonna run away not even knowing the reason why we do so
Okay, so the third, the third, not very uh, serving approach when it comes to treating unpleasant emotions is fighting. Okay, this is the third approach that is not serving us. The first one was freezing, second flying, and now we're fighting. I'm sure you heard about uh, from people this uh, this sentence, life is a constant battle. This approach is tiring, it's demanding, it drains us from our energy, we're constantly prepared to attack or being attacked. What happens to our body? It shuts down and focuses all the attention and the whole strength onto making sure that the emotions do not get unfolded. All the strength is going into building a wall around to be protected from feelings. And ironically, building this wall for protection is actually hurts most and not the emotions itself. So coming back to our example, um, (laughs) instead of, so when we find out that we're, we're being cheated on, the fighting approach will be not letting ourselves to cry because it's painful, right? It will not be, you'll be fighting what, what we feel instead of reading that. And as we said, fighting is really tiring. Now, I want you to think about positive thinking in this situation with this type of approach when you fight, fly, or freeze in these negative emotions. But you force yourself, you keep on repeating that it's okay. It's not going to be okay because you're sending completely different opposite signals to your body. What's going to happen? It's gonna, there's going to be a cognitive dissonance. But we're going to go into details in some other chapter on, on that. We live on the planet Earth where experiencing emotions is just part of this life. Now you may ask me, okay, so if this approach is not serving, treating your emotions, especially the unpleasant ones as enemies, how can we treat them otherwise? What's the different approach? The different approach will be to treat them as your friend, as your best friend who just arrived and it has some news for you. Not the happiest news, but it's still your friend. So your dear friend is coming to you. Will you ignore him or her? Will you shut the door in front of their nose? No. You would probably invite them over, prepare some good tea or coffee and some tissues, possibly 
or take them for a walk to talk or set them on the sofa to watch a movie together you would just be around let them comfortable around you only then you can start talking communicating listening and unfolding unfolding the message you would probably be respectful towards your friend you would observe listen attentively without judgment what appears next when taking this approach is the acceptance and let me be clear here <laughs> acceptance is not invitation to stay passive acceptance is just saying okay so this is the situation how can i move on now so imagine difficult emotion as a folder with information and acceptance as a downloading process before you know what's inside you need to get to get into this folder acknowledge it it just arrived that it's there acceptance lets you download and digest the information only then you can move remove change simply manage the source of a problem the source of a challenge take advantage of the information you received it is like with medications if you take painkillers without understanding where the pain comes from so that you can heal the source healing the source for us when it comes to emotions is opening that folder with information that they are bringing without downloading it letting yourself feel the emotion without unpacking you're unable to see what's inside you only know well you only know that it's uncomfortable but you still don't know what the message is you can choose the opposite of course you can choose a resistance you can let it hang there without checking the message that came that folder of course <laughs> however ironically resistance is the true cause of your pain and not the actual negative emotion okay so let's refer back to positive thinking but in this context in this in this context of us treating our unpleasant emotions as a friend as a dear friend with a message okay in this context positive thinking will lead to will help us will lead to good kind conversation with ourselves it will help us to identify the source of the discomfort and it will let us ask important questions this is so that we can make changes that are based on conscious choice and not the impulse or fear in this scenario positive thinking will encourage us to look for a solution okay or solutions it will be serving so let's see how that works with our example of being cheated on if i treat my emotions as my friend if i unpack the sorrow the 
whatever I'm experiencing in this moment, it will let me to ask the questions, okay, do I really want to be with somebody who who does not prefer to spend time with me? Can I was I was I happy in this relationship? What I can learn from being in this relation? What am I choosing next? This and other questions, you're going to have much more of them. They will help you to find somebody who's more a better match for you. Okay? You can ask yourself questions like, right, so what in this situation of being single can I do now? Right? You can meet different people. You can go spend more time with your female friends uh, if that's the scenario. There's plenty of things you can do that are benefiting your situation. Note, you can treat your emotions in two ways, as your enemies or your dear friends. The first one will make you freeze, fly or fight. It will not eliminate the cause of your suffering. However, treating your emotions as a dear friend, the messenger, lets you see the message that they carry. This approach is a healthy recipe that includes the following ingredients. It is observation, being attentive, present, it is also lack of judgment. What this approach does is it helps you to separate yourself from the emotion itself and consciously supporting you to consciously look for and deal with the source of your suffering. We just said that observation and discovery is the best approach to unpleasant emotions. But why exactly? Well, it allows for the space between the emotion and the reaction to it. It lets you notice your thoughts. And this is crucial. Why it is important? Because thoughts make our reality. They make us move towards certain behavior. Have you ever said or done something only because you were angry, overwhelmed, frustrated, and then you regretted it? And after the explosion, you thought, oops, <laughs> I overreacted. When we start self-development, or as I love to call it, self-discovery process, you will learn to notice when your emotions take over. It may happen after a few days when you call somebody up and apologize for your behavior, admitting it was wrong. But with time and your work, with observation, this time between your thought and action will let more space for reflection on the thought that appears. And of course, it will change your decision, your behavior, what to say, what to do, how to react. 
until you reach the point where you do not have uncontrolled behavior triggered by sudden unpleasant emotion that evoked certain thoughts. Observation lets you stay still and experience. You let this voice inside you speak and you listen. When it finishes talking, you only ask questions. Why? This will let you go to the root of the problem you're facing. Because this is what it is. You have some challenge ahead. It's not that you're broken or there's something wrong with you. Not at all. But for this to happen, you need to put any judgment aside. Otherwise, the voice from inside will be too quiet to hear. Note, you are not the emotion. It is a state you are currently in. Once you learn to listen to what your emotions, the unpleasant emotions speak and notice the thoughts they carry, you'll be able to hear the information and start taking positive actions. Observation without judgment gives you a possibility, a luxury of deciding what is going to happen with this information. It seems so logical, so why is it so difficult for us to treat unpleasant emotions like our friends? Where? My first question, who wants to admit that we're causing our own suffering? Observation means readiness for the changes. It also means taking charge and having to do some work concerning our limiting beliefs, the way we treat ourselves, or the environment we're choosing. And this takes courage. It means we need to be honest with ourselves and with what we discover, and it's not going to be pleasant. Like I said earlier, it exposes your limitations or a threat to your values. It is also scary because once we hear the message, it cannot be unheard. It means that when we download this folder and see what's inside, we'll have to do something with this information. We will be in charge. Now that you discover something about you, you will be obliged to take action and we know that it takes work, it takes our involvement, it takes developing new ways of take, talking to yourself, it's work. It will probably lead to taking some difficult and brave decisions like setting boundaries, having some honest conversations, or even changing your environment, work, friend or partner. What is more? Reading the information that emotions, of course, those so-called unpleasant, negative emotions bring is scary because someone may find out. And not only you will know about your imperfections, 
you have a feeling everybody everybody around will see it and what are they going to say you think listen everyone faces similar challenges everyone is busy confronting their own shadows unpacking their own folders those people around you they are running away or downloading their own files right now with their information so no pasa nada you can do your thing <laughs> Note, emotions equals information. They let you know if you or someone from your environment goes against your values. They also tell you when you activated your limiting beliefs, like we said in the last episode. Now, when you look at it this way, isn't it great we have such an intelligent system building that informs us when we're when we're off track towards not just surviving but thriving one of the statements of quantum physics is that energy follows attention and also that our attention changes the way the atoms that we're composed of behave There is this experiment which I won't go into details but with but it shows that atoms without observation are in minimum two places at the same time. When we start watching them, when we start measuring, observing them, they will appear where we expect them to. As if they knew our thoughts. This is strong. This means that if you don't give your messenger your emotions attention, it doesn't mean it will disappear. On the contrary, you will not have any control over the cause of it. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Emotions are the information. They're like a messenger that is coming with some news concerning you. Sometimes the message is pleasant to hear and sometimes you'll be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable emotions are especially valuable because thanks to them, you ask important questions. You find out what needs to be changed so you can lead better life. So-called negative emotions don't make you a negative person. Remember, it is only a state you're currently experiencing, no matter how challenging or painful it is right now. Accepting your emotions lets you to unpack the message they carry and do the self-work that needs to be done. Observation of your emotions helps you to make space between these emotions and reactions through noticing the thoughts that show up and managing those. 
This, as a result, gives you an opportunity of getting to the source of the challenge and lets you make good and sustainable changes in your life. So-called negative emotions are uncomfortable, but they are not dangerous. What is dangerous is getting addicted to them, denying their existence or fighting them. This actually leads to pain much more than the actual negative emotion. When you learn to discover yourself with patience, curiosity and acceptance, with so-called love, it will affect not only yourself, your internal dialogue will become more caring, attentive, respectful. And the inner dialogue is reflected with the other one. It means your surrounding will benefit. You'll improve your relationships, the way you communicate with people and the way you're perceived. Not only that, people will actually feel it as you resonate with a different energy. I'm very tempted to say more about it, um, but I don't want to overwhelm you with this information. In a different episode, we will talk about human electromagnetic field, what it means to resonate with something. We'll also talk about the ways of how to handle the information that our emotions brought. We'll also start engaging our body, mind and soul in the practice through a guided meditation that I'm preparing for you. In this episode, I would only like to give you one exercise that you may find very useful when building your relationship with negative emotions. For a week, observe what is coming to you and collect a handful of so-called negative emotions. Aim at choosing around five. This exercise seems to be very easy. However, this is the, the easy things that we often struggle with because we take them for granted. And the research shows that majority of us is not even aware of what we're experiencing during the day. As I record this podcast for you and myself too, as a reminder, <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. Please drop me a message with your feedback and questions so this space can benefit you to the fullest. I'm also grateful for those who already did that. I know that self-development, or as I prefer to call it, self-discovery, may sometimes be challenging, especially at the beginning of the way. That's why I'm inviting you for a private one-to-one sessions with me. You'll find my contact details in the description of this episode.
So if you like this episode, you may want to follow my podcast as we're just getting started. And if you think that someone you know and care about may benefit from it, share it so they can thrive in life too. Thanks for your time and attention, beautiful you. Bye.